What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, like, comment, and subscribe. We're getting closer and closer to 200, so we'll try to hit it by the end of this month. Almost what? Uh, 10 days at the time of this recording. So it's going to be tight, but we believe. So let's get this going. Um, audio listeners, make sure if you guys prefer prefer it that way, pick whatever platform you guys listen to and then download it and then make sure you give it five stars if you enjoy it especially. It will help us in the ratings on Spotify, etc. You know, finally, follow our social media, Instagram, get us to a 200. TikTok, get us to 100. Twitter, get us to even 50. <laughs> yeah, this way. Um, YouTube, like we mentioned, we post almost daily TikTok reels, shorts, whatever you name. We have it up there. Check out our power rankings. NFL, we do weekly power rankings on the Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah. That's that's not going to change until the end of the NFL season. Yeah, Maybe yeah. we'll do more power rankings if you guys enjoy those. So far, it's been up and down. I think the Tuesday ones have been good. The Wednesday ones, they're probably like, eh, they probably look like the same people. So they've probably seen like a video before. Yeah, maybe. Uh, But yeah, make sure you guys help us hit the subscribe button, follow everything. Without further ado, let's get right into it. As always, what's NFL? NFL. Um, You ready? Yeah. Off the bat, let's get right into Monday Night Football. Yeah. It was Monday Night Football games. Two of them. Two, yeah. I for, I, yeah, I forgot there was two. Um, All right, we'll start off with the earlier Before we one. go into that, is Monday Night Football cursed? All right, okay, well, why? Did you uh, see the... Uh, all the injuries are on Monday Night Football? Yeah, so like, obviously we're going to allude to Nick Chubb to, okay. uh, in a bit here, but last week was Aaron Rodgers. I think last year it was, it was a DeMar Hamlin situation. It was Monday Night Football. Kyler Murray injury was Monday Night Football. So it might be. It's, it's been four weeks in a row, I believe. For Monday, four weeks Monday night football wise in a row. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, Steelers Browns. I was gonna start off with Saints Panthers, but that was earlier. But like, we'll start off with Steelers Browns. I think that's the bigger story. And uh, Steelers edged out a defensive performance game. Now, if you look at the score, you would think, oh yeah, offensive touchdowns, blah blah blah. <laughs> it was a defensive. It touchdowns. was defensive. Like what started off with a pick six by Highsmith, right? Yeah. And then to close it out, it was a Highsmith sat, uh, s- a fumble, and then a TJ Watt uh, recovery, recovery for a touchdown, touchdown to win it. But yeah, but the biggest story out of that game was Nick Chubb's season is over. Yeah, and uh, it was the same leg where he like damaged it completely, tore I don't know everything <laughs> essentially. Um, I didn't really get to see the play. I, mean, I didn't feel like watching an injury play. Nick Chubb was my old boy, I believe, at the beginning of the year, if I'm not mistaken, or at least my one of my candidates. And uh, obviously out for the year. And in replacement, no one could replace Nick Chubb, but they brought back a familiar face in Kareem Hunt. This Just literally today, as the time of this recording, um, in the morning or last night, one or the other, for one year, $4 million. Makes sense. Knows the system. Uh, he'll get more touches, even though Ford had a decent game. But, you know, the big question is Nick Chubb, is Nick Chubb's team, mainly Deshaun Watson obviously struggling right now, which we'll get into the offensive for both sides. not Both one sides, side. yeah. But speaking of Nick Chubb, um, speaking of injuries, Saquon also injured. I'm not, I'm not bringing the theme here of running backs now again. Um, how, how, how do you think running backs are feeling right now? Because they're trying to fight for their money. Yeah. And they're... It's not their fault, but these injuries are proving why they shouldn't be. And, you know, Saquon was on a one-year contract. But another thing is with the running backs is, like, their value. One is because of injuries, but other is, like, how replaceable they are. Yeah. Is Nick Chubb going to be replaceable? I don't care. So, the replaceable is tough. 
Like I think that that's a different story. I don't think Nick Chubb's replaceable. I don't care what anybody says. We're clearly seeing it from Jonathan Taylor. As good as Zach Moss did, because um, week one, we had no Zach Moss either. Deion Jackson might get sacked, or we might get Trey Sermon, former Ohio State running back, I believe. A former Niner. Yeah, as former well. Niner as well. But I, I remember him more from Ohio State. Yeah. But, like you said, they are replaceable. But, uh, yeah, to your point, Isaiah Pacheco won the Super Bowl, not Nick Chubb, right? Yeah, but but look at the offense. About, if you're talking about the player itself, no. Nick not, Chubb is not. No. I'm telling you right now. Jonathan Taylor, Christian Saquon, McCaffrey, Chubb, these guys are not replaceable. Saquon Barkley is going to be missed on Thursday Night Football. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor is missed for Indy right now. Yeah. Um, where it's also taking effect on Anthony Richardson a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, who is it? Who are the other ones? Well, Josh Jacobs just sucks right now. Josh Jacobs sucks because <laughs> I have him on Fantasy. I think that's why that's probably the curse. Well, like the top one, like Christian McCaffrey's healthy, but when we've seen him not healthy, he was look. Look what happened. Sam Darnold was undefeated, three and zero. Panthers, yeah, Panthers were cooked. The minute he got injured, Sam Darnold fell off the cliff. Fell again. off the cliff, right? Uh, Niners, they were struggling last year. Got Christian McCaffrey, absolutely took off. So there is value with the running back. Now Christian McCaffrey is a different story. That's what Saquon should be as well. The pass catching ability, which is what we'll see with B. But like, what I'm trying to say is like. Injuries, you're right, right? That's why they don't get paid. But there are people also put a replaceable factor in, right? That they could do this with a that, seventh I think round that's pick. O- I think that's um, overused. That's I think not people are using the example of Isaiah Pacheco, but the difference between... You have Mahomes. Say, exactly. You're going to use Mahomes more. Yeah. Right? The focus is on Mahomes. And even, like, if you have a running quarterback, look at Anthony Richardson literally right now. Look at Lamar Jackson in the previous couple of years. Look at Kyler Murray, Right? Um, Justin Fields hasn't been at that level, but Jalen Hurts, thankfully, was healthy, but he did miss a few games last year. Yeah, he did. Right? So, even running, is it, it affects everybody. You have running quarterbacks, it's going to be the same thing. If anything, it's worse because they're throwing a ball, so your muscle lo- slash lo- shit could happen when you're Lamar's been injured. RG3, perfect yeah. example. Cam Newton. Yeah. As well. So, yeah, no, like, yeah, I mean, it's Nick Chubb. I think there's just a select guys you just can't replace. Yeah, Derrick Henry's up there. Um, Aaron Jones, the Packers lost without him. Um, yeah, that one's like. But yeah. they also have AJ Dillon, yeah, as a, exactly. so they have a tandem there. So that's not as much. I don't think Aaron Jones is that tier to- tier one. But I'm uh, saying they lost without him. That's, you're that's, at, that's true. Let's look at the Saints, for example. Sticking on the running back conversation quickly here. Yeah, their offense doesn't look great. Yeah, right. Like the. I guess we're gonna go to the Saints in a second here, but I'm just finishing the running backs thing. Uh, thing off, yeah, they, it does not help their value that they get injured a lot. That's the main thing, because at the end of the day, look at Todd Gurley. The Rams are f- won the Super Bowl without him. Yes, Matt Stafford was there, but Matt Stafford isn't like a mobile guy as like Mahomes is, right? Burrow kind of is. Um, I still think you need a decent run game. Now, guys like Isaiah Pacheco could do it. He proven that like he's proven that he could do uh, play. It just sucks that we haven't seen, like, since, what, Marshawn Lynch, we haven't seen an elite running back win the Super Bowl or even reach close to it. Yeah, I guess. Honestly, you count Devontae Foreman, uh, Freeman from nah. Atlanta or something like that. But, yeah, I think the running back value definitely hurts even more. Even though, for example, very quickly, Jonathan Taylor proved that he needs the money because the Colts sucked. Now, Zach Moss kind of helped deplete that a little bit. But now you look at the injury, and he's injured himself. It's like, okay, well, let, yeah. Yeah, so, so we'll close that there, but we'll get into the game. Back to the game. Steelers have an elite defense. 
but what 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 is what is up with their offense? <laughs> yeah, it's like how much is it Matt Canada? And I hate to say like how much is Matt Canada because the, the word Canada, I know he's American, but I'm just saying how much is it Matt Canada? How much is it Kenny Pickett? Obviously it's a bit of both, but if you were to pick one, it's probably Matt Canada, right? Is like I mean Matt Canada. Well, look realistically, span it back to like a couple of years ago, even Ben Roethlisberger's last year. I remember the year they went also eleven and zero, and they shot the bed after that as well. Let's go from there. I think that was like three, that four was years. Claypool's rookie year, I remember. Yeah, Claypool's rookie year. It hasn't been great since. No, it has not. Because I remember that offense was like. I think their passing game was a run game. It was, was short passes, everything. Ever since the, once they lost their first game, I remember that when they uh, they lost to Washington, football team, you no name, that. no name team. <laughs> you remember that clearly? Yeah, <laughs> but like ever since then, everyone defended them, just you know, play deep. Because they didn't have a run game. Yeah, they didn't have a run game. Not G. Yeah, they didn't have a run game, and then uh, their O line isn't the best either. So they they just had a short passing game, no long, no deep shots at all. So everyone just they stayed deep. Let the underneath pass, tackle, and make sure you tackle. If, if I was the Steelers, I would have fired Matt Cannon and brought Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, genuinely, like because it has been the same Look at ever Washington since. Washington right now, right? and we're gonna talk about Mahomes' contract. So I'll bring up Bieniemy then. But I got like Bieniemy, right? There's I know there's other guys at the top of my head that were probably available that I don't know, uh, that I can't recall on, that could have been available. Kellen Moore, for example, yeah, um, was available, and obviously I don't think he's the problem with the Chargers. I think that's Staley, but yeah. Um, it's the offense, right? At the end of the day, like if, if you look at um, how they won this game, it was just strict defense. They uh, George Pickens went off, but after George Pickens, who really went off? And George Pickens was one play. I think it was a seventy-five yard touchdown, as well, or something like that. Yeah, and like you think about it like this: you're off. Your defense outscored the offense. Defense got two touchdowns. What did the offense get? One touchdown. Uh, one the field goal. Got one touchdown. And well, yeah, a couple George field goals. Pickens touchdown. That's it. So your defense oh, got more touchdowns. Wise, they got two for two on field goals. Yeah, that's still less. Teams, I'm not even that's still that. less. Yeah, though. I'm not even counting. If, if, if you think about it, that's still less. Yeah. Um. That's an issue. How much is a small hand? Can you pick it? <laughs> the small hand issue. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't buy into that a lot, but I think they need to fire Matt Canada right now. I don't even care if they won this game. Um, it's on that. I think it's. I think it's a Matt Canada issue. Yes, can Kenny Pickett made better plays? I heard Dan Olowski say um, this game was more on Kenny Pickett than Matt Canada, but overall factor is still going to be Matt Canada. And you don't have the elite, elite. Like, George Pickens is there, but the second guy is Deontay Johnson. Yeah, and Deontay Johnson's a good player. He's good, but like... I think he was injured too. <laughs> they don't have a proper tight end. Pat Farmruth. Okay. Pa- I, Pat, I don't watch much Steelers. So I don't know. Pat Fryermuth is good. Is he is that good. good? He's good. Okay. But then, and they have not, so they and have, they have, the, they have some pieces. They have pieces. But so the question is, can you get the best out of Kenny Pickett? And Matt Canada ain't going to be that guy. So he should start looking either internally, and I don't even trust internally because like, if Matt Canada is doing this, I don't trust anyone internally to take over. Maybe there's someone hidden, some hidden gem they could find. But if not, look for the market. Look for any head coach that's trying, look for any fired head coach looking for a head coaching job that could make a um, make his name kind of like Dan Quinn kind of is with Dallas right Kellen Moore is trying to do now was it with Dallas and now Chargers who I project to be the next head coach of the Chargers probably um that I think they need to go, that's that's the way they got to go but okay there's issues all around personnel wise and all 
and uh, coaching wise, that's clear. But how do you figure it out? You gotta you gotta make a move at this point, right? Yeah, make because it. it's been this like the most easiest, simplest move is to move on from Matt Canada. Should have made it in the off season. It should have been in the off season, yes. But I think I think they got really hyped up in the pre. They had a really good preseason. That's why. This is the reason why. I was not high on the Steelers as some teams were. Some people were, like some uh, experts or pundits and all these guys who were on TV. I wasn't high on the Steelers for this reason. There's a reason why I picked them fourth in the division. It's just strictly because of the offense. And speaking of the team that we had hired and you kind of like fell in love with for a second is uh, mainly because of their defense as well, Deshaun Watson. And, I did and fell in love with defense. And listen, I think Deshaun Watson being away, I agree with what Pat, Ma- Pat McAfee says. He's still young enough. Uh, to come back and be a top five quarterback potential potential again yeah because like the last time we saw him play a full season was that Houston year where JJ Watt put his hand on his uh, arm around his he shoulder he led the league in passing yeah like to the point where everybody wanted it before the scandals came out right and I agree with Pat McAfee in that sense like um, two years away from the sport ain't good for anyone like we've seen people struggle one year away that's true so I still think Deshaun Watson will be fine um, he had moments this game, but again, taking care of the football wasn't one of them. And sacks and completion percentage. Yeah. All was terrible. I, I, I have more faith in the Browns figuring out their offense than the Steelers I as agree. of right now. I agree with that. And uh, yes, Chubb is not there, but let's see. Now it's on Deshaun to okay. carry that a uh, bit. I'm going to say this for another team afterwards because we are going to get to the other game as well. Yeah. But Cleveland Browns set themselves up for a Super Bowl defense, and they are playing like one. Yes. When healthy. Yes. With or without Chubb, if Deshaun Watson regains his form, they are a Super Bowl contender, yeah, they hands can, down. They can contend for the division. With or without Chubb. Not, not, I'm not even saying division. I'm saying Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With or without Chubb. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I agree. If Deshaun Watson is playing like We saw him did, do it with no D-hop. And that Houston, yeah, they won four games, but how close were his games? They were close. Yeah. So, if he figures it out, this Cleveland team could be the best team in the AFC. Yeah, for sure. With how everything's going. Yeah, that, that, that's the big question mark, right? I, I think he will. But that's the if. That's the big if. As what of right, if? As of right now, is he the worst contract in football? Yes. As of right At now. currently moment. As of yeah. right now, if you're, I don't know, the Jets, let's just say, would you trade for Deshaun Watson currently? No. You don't think he's an upgrade over Zach Wilson? I don't think he's going to do I'm always, I'm just bringing up the Jets as a joke because I know they're not trading yeah. him. Because I was listening to, I think it was Nick Shuck on Halford and Bruff. Yeah. And uh, he was saying if they were to waive him after this year, if they really believed like he had he a, just, a Russell was like, He's done. Bed, like he's finished. It's like a $117 million. Um, dead cap? Dead cap. If they trade him, then it's just like 17 So yeah. if they trade him, it's not bad. Um, but again... I don't know how much of it that situation is it on Deshaun, how much is it on Stefanski? Um, I mean, he's, still, on the, he's a name that should be in the hot seat now, Kevin Stefanski. He could be, yeah, he should. He could uh, be. I think you fire the coach before you do anything with Deshaun Watson and see who you could bring yeah, in. But Stefanski's proven that he's done good. Yeah, and listen, how good the enemy is doing, he will definitely be on ahead. Week two again, still slight overreactions here. But yeah. Um, that is... We'll see how he, he could take a job soon. But that is the Steelers-Browns. What you need to know is that these guys' defenses are cooking, but their offenses are cooking them. Yeah, which is why they're not going to catch which is the why Ravens at the moment in the division. Exactly. But yeah, moving on to the other, earlier game, Saints and Panthers. And I said this about Deshaun Watson. I'm going to say it right here. Derek Carr, 
if he could refine his form from that year where he took the drag the Ravens uh, Raiders to the playoffs with the John Gruden distraction with the yeah, Henry Ruggs yeah. distraction Rich Bisaccia head coach Rick Bisaccia head coach and drag that team to the playoffs if we if the Saints get that Derek Carr the Saints could be the best team in the NFC. I, I literally said that, right? Like for me, I think Derek Carr will find his form. I think they I don't trust again, I don't trust the coaching here either. Right? That's true. We have a relative that's kind of a Steeler fan, but also a Saints fan, and I, w- I wish I, I wonder I should have messaged him to see what his take was on this. Yeah. But um because I think we were at an eye doctor's appointments. I didn't I, I focused more on the Cleveland game as I thought that was gonna be the better game, anyways. Divisional match, even though this was a divisional matchup, that divisional matchup means a little like, bit more. It's like, you know, it's a more historic. It's a better matchup in general, in my opinion, right? But this Saints defense is the same thing with the Browns and the Steelers. They're freaking good. <laughs> they are good. They're really good, but they're not getting any younger. That's the thing, right? I, I think, th- like I said, their schedule is easy. The Saints have no excuse not to be contending for a bye in this uh, conference because with how bad the NFC is. Um, Obviously, even right now, my favorite San Francisco. We get that, with, especially with how the rest of the teams are performing. Bro, like, there. okay, San Francisco and Dallas currently. I'm talking about this year. Yeah. Eagles ain't looking good. If yeah. the Saints figure it out, they could... We don't know Dallas has a choking issue in the playoffs, right? So, none of us really trust Dallas in the playoffs. Plus, no matter okay, no matter you, what they do in the regular season. To be honest with Dallas, as Aliyah has their defense has been, I know I made the claim of Giants, so I don't have the right to say this. You might. It's still the Giants. Uh, the second... Zach Wilson led Jets, and this week they're playing the Cardinals. So their competition isn't the greatest for a true test. So the Saints could okay, do Okay, yeah, you can't say that because you for said the, the Giants. Giants part, yeah. For the Giants part. But I'm just thinking a general consensus. I mean, to be, to but be a fair. general consensus, people are like, they just play the New York teams. They ain't that great. No. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying, Dallas has a choke job in the playoffs. Yes. So nobody trusts them in general. San Fran never been over the hump since they made the Super Bowl. The NFC Championship game when they lost yeah. two years in a row. Eagles ain't looking good right now. Their coordinators, they're missing the coordinators. They stole their coordinator. If their car figures it out, this Saints team could be but a Super Bowl how much do you trust representing. their coach, Dennis Allen? I don't know about that, yeah. That's the thing, That's right? a thing, too. Or their OC. Or but I'm whatever. saying, like, Browns and Saints. I'm not going to say for the Steelers because I don't think the Steelers are still going to be good enough. If they, they figure it out. But I am genuinely think that if the Browns and the, Steel- and the Saints figure it out offensively, they are Super Bowl contenders. All right, my question to you is: Let's flip it over to Carolina for a second. What's wrong with Bryce Young? How much is it Frank Reich? How much is it he's too small? How much is it that um, now it doesn't help that his old line was supposed to be good, kind of like last year Frank Reich situation with Matt Ryan? But they're not good. <laughs> but they're not playing to to the greatest, and they have a de- decent defense as well. They do. Keep they, in mind, they're second. Like all four of these teams have that in common, in a way. And the, the that their defenses are pretty strong. Yeah, but, but Carolina's they, not, they're not the elite. Wor- they're the worst. Yeah, the Car- four, those guys sure. are elite, elite. Carolina's not elite, but they're not bad either. But they're yeah, they're better than their secondary's not bad. J.C. Horn's injured, but like Brian Burns. Wait, you got Brian Burns up top. You got I think Shaq Thompson as your linebacker, and you got Jeremy Chin, Von Bell from the Bengals. You got C.J. Henderson, who's obviously hasn't been the greatest as a first round pick. Uh, Dante Jackson and J.C. Horn, who's injured. Their secondary is nice. They have a good defense. That I'll give them that for sure. But I think to me, Bryce Young is just overwhelmed. I don't. I think is I don't know. The pressure I, is it like? I don't know if it's a number one pick pressure. I don't know if it's him being scared to get hit because he's always getting pressure in his face right now. Or I don't know if it's Frank Reich because to be fair, Frank Reich did not have a good year. 
Frank? His last his last couple of years, Carson Wentz year and uh, this past year when he got fired, it, were, it weren't great years for Frank Reich. Yeah, the Carson Wentz year, Wentz year, he. I'm not gonna defend him too much because he's the one who wanted Wentz. He wanted Wentz too. Yeah. Um. Obviously, as indie fans, we know like I think he was still scapegoated. Like I, I, I fully believe he deserved this job. Like I didn't. I, yeah, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying but my, he ended off. My question with Frank Reich is he still has the same type of vibe. Like now, granted, I don't care about Carolina like that, so I don't watch their post game stuff. Like I only watch the game and that's it. But then I saw some Colts fans and Colts Twitter pages post because of Frank Reich. They look like last year's indie team. No, not even just that. Like, his speeches are the exact same. It's like, oh, yeah, no, we're almost there. We'll, we'll get it, like, type of thing, right? He's like a motivator. Yeah. But he needs to be a strict guy. Like, right? Yeah. Like, what the hell are you guys doing? Play better. Um, <laughs> like, I didn't, but, like, I, I thought Carolina would have finished second, right? I think Bryce Young was that good. Clearly not, right, at the moment because he just drives out performing him. And uh, Sam Howell, I don't, I know he had one start, but that's only one start last year in the NFL. And obviously Anthony Richardson. And five quarters of Anthony Richardson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Injured, obviously, um, that's a different story. We're not going to talk Colts much. Uh, we'll talk a little bit Colts, but um, when they play it's, the Ravens. It's probably not much. But yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. looking, he doesn't, he's looking overwhelmed. I'll just say that much. I think that's the best word to describe Hey, Dan Orlovsky, I know you're not watching this. We need you on the pod to talk about to quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll try to reach out somehow. somehow. I'll just yeah. tweet out. Oh. I doubt it. Though. The guy's an ESPN guy. He's a busy guy, bro. I'm sure he he'll, Jeff guy. Saturday was probably offering him a job last year, by the way, who's back on ESPN. <laughs> he was back on ESPN. Imagine <laughs> no. if Jeff Saturday got Dan Orlovsky to be the hey, offensive coordinator. Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark, I don't care who, Marcus Spears, get on here, boys. We need you. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> but like, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I, think, I think that's the best word. We like that's I think that's the best word to describe him is overwhelmed. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah, I mean he has Adam Thielen. Because he's in a good spot. If you think about it on paper, he's in a decent that's spot. What, I thought he's a good spot. Like that's why I I had them beating the Falcons week one. And I don't know how much uh, like yeah, I, I genuinely don't know. But yeah, I think that's like I don't know how much I don't know much about about Carolina to be honest with you. After especially but, like, you know, I, I mean it's kind of kind of tough to judge because it's a really good Saints defense as well but at the end of the day right like I think the Panthers fans are getting on him too a little bit because I think that was a Panthers home Listen, game he's a rookie he's a rookie first game and I think Derek Carr set himself on the sideline he's like when he heard the moans was and it? stuff when yeah. they were coming off he's like yo I don't think they realize how hard this shit is oh for sure like here's the thing let me see, double check one thing quickly. He's this is his home game right home debut home debut yeah Monday night football so yeah. he's in the limelight. First, first overall pick to be debuting on Monday Night Football for a home debut. Yeah, yeah. So pressure was that pressure was on him. He's a rookie again. Peyton Manning. Not everybody's gonna be Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, but not everybody's gonna be like what Andrew Luck did in his rookie year. Or That's what true. Patrick Mahomes did in his first full year. Yeah. Russell Wilson winning a Super Bowl in his rookie year, right? Uh, or was what? that his rookie? Year? I think it was rookie year or at least second year. A uh, second year, it's not rookie year. Uh, I'll fact check that but I mean I have a buddy who's a Seahawks fan he'll probably let me know yeah. but um, yeah it's uh, not everybody's gonna be that right like even like what last Joe Burrow technically before he got hurt and then coming back from his injury like not everybody's gonna be that I know Joe Burrow is a different example I know I'm just Joe like, Burrow Justin Herbert were fine yeah but like yeah but like Lawrence and uh, yeah we're hoping Manning. he's not gonna be like Jameis Winston I don't think he's Jamarcus Russell that's for sure like yeah, I'm true. sure he's taking his, his film lessons properly I'm like, sitting on unlike a couch. Jamarcus Russell eating Wendy's at home or whatever the burger hang or whatever he was whatever eating whatever he was eating but yeah no he 
is definitely looking the worst out of the three rookie quarterbacks, and he is definitely um, just feeling the feeling that pressure and feeling overwhelmed right now. Yeah. Okay. And before we go into week three, let's talk about some news. First off, Cam Akers. Very small news before we get to the big Mahomes news. Uh, Cam Akers officially got traded. Finally. Yeah, uh, I think he was a healthy scratch last game. Pick. Yeah, pick swap. Twenty twenty six pick swap or some shit. And then I mean, it's a good pick the Vikings. Up, good pickup for Vikings too because uh, I think Madison had some fumble issues. Yeah. In the last game. Which also led to some racist comments for him, which is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, no, I, right? I will never understand racist comments. That just it doesn't matter. I don't care. Like you what? see, we see in soccer all the time. Listen, you you can't you could jokingly make fun of players. Like we do that too all the time. You but criticize no, not even just jokingly. You could criticize a player like on their but play. It shouldn't like now. For example, let's just say if Madison was white. He would have not gone racist comments. Like yeah, that's true. Or would not been criticized like that. There's things that get cross the line, and that's. Criticism definitely for his cro- play, not his yeah, race that's definitely, or culture. That's definitely crossing the line. Yeah, but that's a serious topic. We should be talking about this in any sport. So Yeah, like, um, I've never seen an NFL, really. It's probably the first time I heard about it. But, like, obviously, I hear, we hear it in soccer all the time. Soccer, hockey. And we hear it in hockey, too, uh, yeah. NBA, not too much. I don't hear NBA too much, either. But, yeah. But I won't be surprised if there were stories. Exactly. But, yeah, but, yeah no, that's disgusting. Um... Cam Akers had his moments. Let's see if he gets a fresh start here. Um, you know, there people are projecting Kirk Cousins to request a trade final year, or should Minnesota just trade him? And we'll get a, we'll get to that. I mean, realistically, we'll get to a preview in a second. I'll be honest with you. I don't think Kirk's the biggest issue in Minnesota right now. No. And uh, obviously, Kirk, the he thing had with the thing with Minnesota. I know I cut you off. My bad. But the thing with Minnesota last year was they won so many close games. That you did you realize they're gonna ex- especially losing Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen as a second option there? I know they added Jordan Addison on the draft. That's yeah. Adam How are you? Issue. Are you really gonna do that again? That's true. It's unsustainable way of winning last year. That was clear because they lost in the first round of the playoffs. They came on and our yeah, no. I mean, well. their two biggest issues: run defense was absolutely dreadful because all Eagles did was run. Yeah. Because they couldn't pass. Yeah. And turnovers. Right, Kirk had his fair share. Kirk had a goal line, um, a red zone interception, I think, in the game one against the Buccaneers. Fumbles, special team fumbles, Madison's fumbles. Jefferson had a fumble against the Eagles as well. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that. I mean, I think Cam Akers could help a little bit, but we'll see. I don't see. think he's a game changer. But he's not going to be a game changer. Yeah. yeah, he's not going to make me pick him over the like the lines over like put lines beneath them for me. Yeah. Um, the other big news. Let me just pull it up. Patrick Mahomes has re negotiated his or restructured his contract after seeing that he's a seventh paid guy <laughs> all of a sudden so um, I it, think was, it already talks about this it officially happened um he's now eligible he's now the highest paid guy again at least in terms of average i believe so he's set to bank 210.6 million over four years instead of the regular 10 i think million. that's the highest ever over a four-year span yeah uh, instead of the 10-year whatever 500 mil whatever he had signed yeah um have agreed in a restructured deal. He's uh, allowed to revisit the deal again in 2026. Uh, Lamar, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow all signed lucrative deals this offseason, which eclipsed the guaranteed money Mahomes signed back in 2020. Yeah. Mahomes' originally contract, original contract fully guaranteed him $141.4 million according to SpotRack. However, the pact contained triggers that guaranteed additional money as the contract progressed, so like incentives. He was the eighth highest paid in the NFL before reworking his deal. 
And yeah, Mahomes won two MVP Super Bowl. We already know. Oh, that. we already know so, that. I mean, it's deserved, right? There's no reason. For sure. He's right. already done what so much and like. Such. He retires today. He's a Hall of Famer, yeah. and he'll be a. Yeah. Now he's just like you know, trying to make bank. Yeah. As much as he can. As much as he could win, because like he he's the only one on track right now to become the next goal. Yeah, he's even a, though he lost to the goal, but I wouldn't blame him because the old line was decimated. Yeah, but yeah, but my, here's my thing though. Let's uh, get off the Mahomes talk. Let's talk about Chiefs very quickly because I mentioned Eric Bieniemy. How much of a factor is he now missing? <laughs> missing here. Now I get it. The first game there was no Travis Kelsey and Kadarius Tony couldn't catch anything. Second week Kadarius Tony was better. Kelsey was there. They barely won. Their offense wasn't the greatest. It's and not. Now, it flip side, been. Washington, second week especially has been. Pretty well. They came back twenty one nothing down or whatever it was. Yeah, something uh, like that. Put up. I mean, we could just say say like this, right? Like they put up thirty three points. Yeah. Against a Denver defense who's good. Yes. Like Denver, as much as they are a shit team, they have a good defense. Yeah. But they have a true test against the Bills defense this week. But yeah, no, I mean, Sam Howell is looking good. I think he has the most passing yards and the most touchdowns in his division. So compared to Dak, Jalen Hurts, and Daniel Jones, and uh, yeah, I mean, they're cooking, right? Yeah, I mean, th- it was Denver and freaking Arizona, but for what, for what has been worth, they're doing what they're supposed to do right now, yeah. which but is a good sign. But yeah, twenty points against Arizona is not the greatest, uh, but thirty-five against a Denver defense is nice. Yeah, and on the flip side, Mahomes obviously struggled without Kelsey in week one and struggled in week two offensively in a way. I don't know how much, like Matt Nagy's like OC there. Again, how much is it Matt Nagy over Eric Bieniemy? Clearly overreacting right now. But yeah, two, I think two weeks in, EB's missed and he needs a, a head coaching position. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a concern in two more weeks. Yeah, Once we reach, reach like week five or week six, we're like, okay, what's going on with this offense? But... They they've done so much in the past that yeah. they deserve enough. They deserve a, you know a couple of weeks to like see if they're really shitting the bed or not. Speaking of week three now, Mahomes. I'm I'm just gonna just say this. He's playing the Bears. Now I don't know how good the Bears defense is, so let's see how that works out. And Washington, like you mentioned, is playing Pittsburgh. So uh um Buffalo. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, let's get right into the. Do you want to go Thursday night football right away, or do you want to close off with Thursday night football and just? Recap? We'll close off with Thursday night football. Okay. All right, we're gonna go to our recap preview transition. Starting off with a recap, who was your biggest disappointment in week two? I mentioned it on Monday's pod. I don't think anyone on Monday night football really can change my mind because at the end of the day, there were still decent games. It's still the Chicago Bears, for me. Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. Um. I had you guys finishing, even fighting for second, but for sure third of the division. You get Justin Fields is blaming his coach apparently, but he did walk it back a little bit. Yeah. Um, and when you see the whole, well, written wise, the context is not there, but when you watch the clip, I think it's be- like he lays it out on himself more. But no, it's Chicago. Like you're playing Tampa Bay, I get it. They have Mike Evans and Baker's no slouch, but you're supposed to take a next step forward. And again, how much is this on coaching? And how much is on Justin Fields? Um, I was seeing some clips on Get Up this morning and yesterday morning that he had five seconds to hold onto the ball and he had DJ Moore wide open and there were, yeah there Moody. were there were plays where like he should have thrown the ball yeah and so he didn't but also the coaching part is they're not using him as a runner as much either yeah so for me biggest upset or disappointment Justin was Fields and the Chicago Bears Chicago Bears yeah I agree with that I put in, I also put in the Chargers a little bit just because they were up there too I talked about them on Monday but I am going with the Denver Broncos. 
you had a 21-0 lead. Russell Wilson, good first half, bad second half. What happened to the defense in the second half? I'll be honest with you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the Denver Broncos are my thing. You can't blow a 21-0 lead. You just can't do that. No, no, I agree with that. And now what? You got a Hail Mary at the end and then mess up the two-point conversion. But Denver Broncos, they have not been good. And, you know, Sean Payton might not be their savior after all. Yeah. Um, again, if it, if it were up to you, would you fire Sean Payton or would you try to get just get rid of that contract at the end of this year? I mean, I think the easier... I guess it depends on where they finish, too. Like, yeah. Caleb Williams and whoever... Uh, Shadur Sanders is rumored not... No, well, Deion Sanders has come out and said he doesn't want him to be in the draft this year to be second to Shadur, uh, to Caleb Williams. Like, he wants to be his own guy. And plus, he's draft. like, the nail, the nail deals now help with the money, so that's... The yeah, that's true, to too. In college, but... Yeah, um... Which one would you pick? I, I don't know. I feel Obviously, like... Uh, you can't it's, fire it's, Sean Payton. Right? You can't fire Sean you Payton. You give him tra- draft picks. But it's kind of tough to get rid of with Wilson's contract. <laughs> they could just wave him and like, take the money. In. Yeah, but how much, uh, how much money are you going to take <laughs> really in? But yeah, moving on to the next one. Surprise team of the week. Okay, so this one, as much as I want to say, wa- not even just Washington or Tennessee, I'm just going to go with it. They lost. Arizona. I had him. I had him. Arizona. I was considering And them. I know they blew a 28-7 lead, but they were not even supposed to have that lead. They're not even supposed to have 28 like, points. I could have easily put Giants as my disappointment. Like, they were my disappointment until they made this comeback, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Arizona. Like, I, I genuinely think, um, like, I did, like, I expected Titans to maybe win. I expected maybe the... Like, Titans had a chance. Uh, Rams to kind of Rams, make it close. Rams had, a ch- Rams had a chance more than the... But you didn't think the Cardinals Arizona would be Cardinals. up that much. Now I get it. They choked. Don't get me wrong. Like, that should be disappointing that they choked. They're not supposed to be scoring 28 points with Joshua They're Dobbs. They're too busy relying on Houston to tank for them, <laughs> essentially. Right. Like, because they put on two close games. Yeah. But yeah, it's Arizona for me. I don't I don't think... Uh, they might have lost, but like, I, I had them... I considered If them it too. was like back and forth, then no. Yeah. But because it was like at one point twenty one nothing twenty eight seven, it's got to be your quarterback's Josh Dobbs, and I don't know who you're throwing the ball to. Yeah, <laughs> right? and I don't know who I don't know who your defenders are anymore. Yeah, other than Buddha Baker. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I put them there, but this is the one. I think I'm. It's not like you know it might be questionable, it might not be, but the pure. This is my main reason why I picked this team, the Atlanta Falcons. They were the ones coming back and not choking. True. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay, good game. And uh, Atlanta, they can pull it off. Bijan, great game. Tyler Algier, I don't know why I picked you up and started you. That's a big mistake for me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, this run, this running attack is nice. If they could figure out a little bit of the passing attack, you know, the Falcons could be a surprise playoff do, team. Do you see that slow-mo Bijan jukes? Well, they're, they're, they're like, nasty, right? Center posted it on, like, an overhead view, and then yeah. whenever he did a juke, it was, like, a slow-mo. Is they're nasty, bro. They're absolutely nasty. And Bijan, learn how to catch a ball. And uh, every kid, learn how to catch a ball when you're a running back, then you'll get paid. <laughs> but yeah, no, Atlanta Falcons, they didn't choke. They're a reverse choke. Yeah, normally they're known for this, They're right? normally known for choking. Three, those jokes still haunt Matt Ryan. But yeah, no, they're undefeated. And uh, as long as the Buccaneers as well, you got to give them credit too. And uh, Washington, like we mentioned yeah. before. But we're moving on to week three. Pick your game of the week, your favorite game. I think there's only one answer. And? This is overall. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, my personal, I could watch other games. I just think it's Vikings Chargers. Yeah, I have them there. That's it's, definite. It's just, they're both 0-2. They're both um, um, playoff caliber teams. 
played one good. One of them's got to win. They played good too. Yeah. Like it's not like they're getting shit kicked, right? They were like barely losing. One of them's got to win, and yeah, and I think that's just the game of the week. Good, uh, good offense. There's a lot of implications. Good offenses, bad Both defenses. Teams like to choke <laughs> in a way. Good offenses. Yeah. Bad, not great defenses, but yeah, like I said, yeah, I had oh, them wait, there. One question. Speaking of Minnesota, if Minnesota loses game, should they look to trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets? <laughs> to what? To the Jets? Specifically, <laughs> Specifically to, to the, the Jets. Jets. If I'm the Jets, like you'd rather take Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'd rather take Kirk Cousins. And then give Brees Hall the ball more than four times. But yeah, that's true too. But I mean, look to trade. I don't think so. I mean, I think they're still trying to. NFC is not. Like, let's be fair. NFC is not at the AFC, right? They always have a chance, and. Uh, Starting off 0-3, they could come back from that. I want to see a QB traded at the trade deadline. Because re- you've never re- seen it before. And also, yeah, that's true. But let's be realistic. Um, they haven't played any divisional games yet. So they have a chance of making true. up ground. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I had that too. I agree with that. My second option, Green Bay, New Orleans. That was yours? That's like my second one. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm obviously going with Chargers, Vikings as well. Okay, because my second one, I'll get into a second too. Yeah, oh, but yeah, yeah, Packers, Saints, you know... Before last year, be like, oh, it's Rodgers, he'll probably cook. But I remember that one year where Jameis Winston threw for like five touchdowns and beat the Packers in week one. I think it was a couple years ago. But this time, the Saints are obviously favored, but the Packers are looking nice, right? Packers' uh, defense is good. Saints' defense is good. We already know this. So let's see whose offenses, whose offense turns up more. And right now, it's looking like the Green Bay's offense is turning up more. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my Green Bay Saints. Do you have a second one? Well, I'll get to it because I know you're the next question you're gonna ask. Oh, player matchup. Oh, you're gonna. I thought you're gonna have upset potential. That's, that's next one. That's after. Uh, player matchup for me was uh, I had it here. Um, oh, Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, I had that. Versus uh, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. So if they're lined up against each other, that's gonna be good. Because after seeing Christian Gonzalez do what he did against Tyreek Hill. I'm not saying it's going to be easy against Garrett Wilson, don't get me wrong, but young guys, second-year guy versus rookie. Um, Christian Gonzalez has something to prove being dropped. And, and he has him, been proving Probably it. for him, happy he got dropped because he went he to went the to best defensive but guy. he has been proving it, and he's a favorite for defensive rookie of the year right now. My backup, I don't know if this is yours, I'll just say it right now, was Mike Evans versus Darius Slay. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. But I don't know if... I think I think Slay is healthy. I think yeah. Brad Ray's on there. But yeah, no, that's a good one. I put up... Uh, because the Falcons are playing the Lions. I went with uh, AJ Terrell versus Amon Ra Brown. But I think Amon Ra is questionable. And you're an Amon Ra fan and an AJ Terrell fan. <laughs> I like both of them. I really do like both of them. And uh, yeah, that's why I like that matchup as well. And AJ Terrell had a sick year last year. It doesn't get talked about because like Falcons just have a shit defense last yeah. year. But, you know, both teams that like... Lions are obviously... Everyone's hyping up the Lions. And then the Falcons are two and zero, so we'll see. That's be a good matchup as well. When I think matchup, I usually just think wide receiver corner. No, just D line. I know there's O line, D line. But like, I want to think about wait, the matchups. Wait, wait till we get week four and we see Rams versus Colts. You're gonna have a Quentin Nelson, Aaron Donald, if Aaron Donald's lining up inside. Yeah, true. I'm, I'm we're, we're trying not to pick a Colt, but yeah. Yeah, but like I remember, I was hyping up that one when, a couple years ago when the because otherwise a fun one would have been uh, Lamar Jackson versus that D line. <laughs> Because <laughs> that would have been just fun. Oh, that's for us fans, yeah. I know, no, I'm just saying in general. But yeah, I mean, now our last one, added in this week. Upset alert. Who is on upset alert this week? Especially if he's injured, but even if he's not, Cincinnati Bengals. This was my second game of the... I was looking into because the Rams have surprised a little bit, right? 
um, beat the Seahawks uh, comfortably in the second half, especially. And they, as much as we had San Francisco as our power ranking number one, and they still deserve to be there, a touchdown win is still there. They lost by a touchdown. That's and true. that team was supposed to be bad. And that guy, Puka. Puka Nakua. So, and he's going, I don't know who their corner is, really. That's Cincinnati. But, because um, yeah. they lost Jesse Bates in the safety. That's too. safety, right? I'll quickly check that right now. But I just think Rams could upset alert them. Because, like, Aaron Donald's wreaking havoc. That O-line hasn't been performing well still. And uh, yeah, Bengals O-line. Give Matt yeah. offered some a little bit of time. And uh, he's been. And you'll find been Puka. Good. Puka's been like leading in everything right Stafford's now. Stafford's been good. Stafford right now, is Puka leading Opoy <laughs> for you? Oh, 100%. <laughs> no, because like Jefferson like, is still up there too in a sense. Oh, Opoy. Yeah. Oh, I thought he meant Oroy. No, Opoy. Oh, yeah, no. Well. I don't know about Opoy, but like he's definitely in the conversation. Yeah. But yeah, they're secondary. They have Chidubi, Awuzie, and Mike Hilton. Yeah, so it's okay. Cam Taylor Brett. So. So the question is, can that O-line hold up against guys like Sam Hubbard, I believe is there? Is Trey Hendrickson still there? Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson is their, yeah, their main edge rushers. Yeah, so... DJ Reader is their But yeah, that's tackle. my upset alert. I think that's the... That's your upset alert? I had two. Uh, Eagles, Buccaneers. I think Eagles are on upset alert. Their defense has not been great, and uh, the way that Baker's playing, and they have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, right? They could definitely do something. And then obviously, uh, Tampa Bay I think has a good run defense, especially with Vita Vea in the middle. If they could stop that run, our, the Eagles are gonna have to win by passing the ball, and the Eagles' passing game has not looked good. Two but, things, but that's my second one. Yeah. Oh, that's your second. Okay, go first. Baltimore Ravens are on upset alert. <laughs> I am telling you this. I'm I'm being serious. I'm being dead serious. Okay, why? I'm not saying Colts are gonna win. At, okay, I mean Gardner Minshew might be playing. Okay, yeah, I know Anthony Richardson could be injured, but even if. Ryan Kelly might be injured. Ryan Keller, and, but like, okay, that's two. I'm going to read you the Ravens people who are listed on the report right now. Okay. Are they like confirmed out? They're not confirmed out, but like, okay. Odell Beckham, questionable. Okay. Jadavian Clowney, questionable. Yeah, kind of falling off a bit. Ronnie Stanley, questionable. Okay. Tyus Bowser's already out. Marcus Williams, questionable. Okay. Marlon Humphrey, questionable. Now watch you say all this and they're all playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's not even that. Justice Hill is questionable, but I think he'll be fine. Autofay Owe, questionable. Tyler Lindenbaum, questionable. So what you're saying is DeForest Buckner should get Lamar Jackson. But what Lamar I'm Jackson. saying is that the Ravens are the classic Ravens of being injured, right? Okay. If Anthony Richardson is healthy, because I think it's going to be tough with Gardner Mitchell being a, you know, a little bit more just one-dimensional. Don't worry, I- you'll get um, a second baby football. Well, that's Kyle and Grant. That's what I'm saying. You'll get a second yeah. baby football. But, like, him. I mean, Steichen's play calling has been great, right? Yeah. Uh, Ravens have a good defense. Don't get me wrong. Colts have a good defense, too. Right? The Ravens can't run attack and beat the Colts. They have to pass the ball. But the question is, can they chase down Lamar Jackson? Yeah, that's true. But, like, oh, that's the question <laughs> and then for he'll, everyone. He'll extend but the if they could find a way to contain Lamar Jackson, it's that's gonna, the, that's it's the key. gonna the, the only issue with the Colts defense is their secondary and the passing game because realistically Stroud went off, Nico Collins cooked us. That's the key. That right? is the, the that Mark- is that is that is the only thing I could see with the Colts, you know, failing. Because I am as much as I'm gonna say it, Steichen and his offense has won me over. You do realize about Houston, right? Huh? But the Jag- Jaguars as well. There's okay in that one. I wouldn't think he was in But I'm crazy. just saying, like 
they're injured. Like if these guys are, if Marcus Williams and Marlon Humphrey and Orofe Owe are not playing, Michael Pittman should do something this who's game. Who's our deep threat? It's probably Alex. That's the case. Who's our deep threat? We haven't played. We haven't done deep shots in so general. That, and especially with the guy with the cannon of an arm might be out. But here's my thing. From the no, I'm saying Anthony Richardson has to be healthy for us. No, to No, it's fine. Like, I get. The, I know. And this is not mean. I'm not saying the Baltimore. Oh, I know. I know. Like, I'm still. I would still pick the Ravens. I'll be honest. My family pick them. I know you picked the Colts. Obviously. Well, that's just like I do it for fun. But like, I if pick, I'm, I picked Baltimore. If I'm, if I'm being smart, which I'm not, <laughs> and you're, I'm leading, picking, you're I'm picking the Ravens. Leading, but yeah. I'm picking the Ravens. Yeah, no, you might be right. For all, for all we but know. But I'm just saying they, they have a chance. Yeah, no, I mean a lot of teams have chances for sure. No, not a lot. Like. I don't. I don't think the Cardinals have a chance against the Cowboys. Okay, yeah. I said, <laughs> right? oh, that's why I said a lot. Uh, but <laughs> the Colts generally have an opening here. My only concern is because Lamar could extend plays, and like you said, that's secondary. That's the yeah, main question. Daryl Baker sucks. got cooked. Juju and Jalen Jones haven't been playing much at the moment, especially Juju. Juju has been. He hasn't scratched. played once. Yeah. So yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. I there see it. I, I. I like the argument. I'm. I'm a little cautious still. Be just. I like our D line, so that's the main thing. Our D line and a Shaq hasn't been get going yet. If if Shaq could be key, man, what if he, this guy just gets going with his turnover? But Shaq, I think Shaq's been on a limit too, right? Like that's he hasn't why. been on every Obviously, play. Yeah. But I mean, D line linebackers were set. Safeties, I think, are solid. They look at the job done. Cornerbacks, they're pretty stinky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the Buccaneers for a second because you mentioned that earlier. Two things. One, did you see that post? I think my buddy sent this over to me. Shaq Barrett, is it? Yeah, Shaquille Barrett. He's like, he requested a trade, but then he's like, I don't know why I requested a trade. This defense is so fun. <laughs> Actually, he literally admitted yeah. to that. Uh, yeah, Todd Bowles was their defensive coordinator before he became head coach. But yeah, I, I didn't see that. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I'll pull up the exact quote. But yeah, but my second thing is I was looking at Bleacher Report's um, trade board after week two. Jonathan Taylor jumped to number two. This was before the Cream Hunt signing became official. Yeah. Number one is still Chase Young. But yeah. there's a n- certain wide receiver obviously Mike Evans yeah yeah and he, they're saying that a, teams that should like target him or link to or what not link to but like target him or a fit best fit Indianapolis Colts was one of them so tying in their Colts take wow yeah. and uh, Houston Texans now I don't think if he, get, if he gets traded I don't think he goes to a rebuilding situation no, I don't think he goes to depending Houston. on what, how Indy and Houston because Houston in does. my opinion Houston has a lot more to fix up still but Colts obviously wide receiver is a need, and it's not like the Colts are gonna. It's not like to be fair, Colts are not Super Bowl contenders. They could be a sneaky playoff team. That's their highest. And they got Mike Evans. That's their that ceiling. The that's their ceiling. Sure. Even yeah. with Mike Evans, that's their ceiling. Maybe Jonathan Taylor. But if he wants, if he wants something better, obviously he's not going for that team. Yeah. No. But yeah, fit wise, I hundred percent agree. We need a wide receiver. Houston could use a wide receiver, and uh, it will really help this offense. Yeah, I don't that's know what the post is, but yeah. Um. Yeah. No. That's the Shaq Bear post back to that. Is just hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tampa Bay's defense is good. The, yeah. My issue was offense the whole time, and uh, they're playing better than I expected. So shout out to Baker, and uh, I guess it's really a breath of fresh air for him in Tampa Bay. I mean, no one gives a shit about him right now. <laughs> that's probably the why it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. But yeah, uh, is that our NFL for this week? Uh, no, it's Thursday night. Thursday night football. Quickly, um, our picks. It was Gi- uh, Giants, Niners. 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 Um, Giants are missing Andrew Thomas. Andrew and Thomas Saquon. and Saquon are out, so Nick Bosa should be feasting. And, uh, yeah. Brock Purdy uh, should be remaining undefeated. He should be, yeah, honestly. Like, would you consider him still being undefeated because he has got injured in that playoff game, too? Like, <laughs> like overall? That, yeah. I mean, he did, did play, like, He what? wasn't the reason they lost that game, either, so. No, he got what? It was his first drive. 
Yeah. And he got out. Yeah. I mean, he still played the second half, but like he was just run handing the ball off. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone knew they were running. Yeah. Um. Okay, is that it for NFL then? Yeah, that's oh, it for it NFL. Was, uh, we both have Niners easily winning. Yeah, that's Niners, Niners easy. Like twenty. I don't know. You go by twenty. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll give I'll be nice. Nineteen. I'll go sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, last thing of football related. Um, first of all, before I get to, it's college football. Before I get to the actual big news, Deion Sanders, man, I want that guy as my coach. <laughs> Bro, this guy's like a guy who uh, injured um, Travis Hunter. He's like, stop giving him like death threats and stuff. Yeah, he's he's a kid. He's willing to learn. I forgave him. The team forgave him. Travis Hunter forgave him. So it's fine. And then uh, yeah, which is a good thing to see. Uh, yeah, Dion. Dion's a goat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second, now we alluded this to it before. Michigan State has officially terminated, or to terminate. But at the time I saved this, but I'm pretty sure they are terminating head coach Mel Tucker's contract for cause. The school announced on Monday. The termination notice provides Tucker with seven calendar days to respond and present reasons to me and the interim president. Uh, this is I'm quoting uh, Alan Holler. The director, athletic director, uh, to me and the interim president as to why he should not be terminated for cause. So for cause meaning there's a reason why he's gonna get terminated. It's not like uh, Yeah. And uh, the news comes eight days after the Spartan suspended him. Fifty-one year old was in his third year of a ten-year, ninety-five million dollar contract. Um, like we said, uh, if if allegedly allegedly sexual assault to a victim. Of sexual, uh, um, to an activist, to a Brenda Tracy, a rape survivor and sexual prevention assault prevention activist, says um, Tucker made sexual comments and masturbated without her consent during a phone call. So that's the allegation. Tucker called the allegations completely false on September 11th. So let's see. Obviously, it's the right thing to do for now. Now, if these allegations are false. The part that will suck is maybe Michigan State move on from a head coach, and he might not, he might be out of a job. He might be out of a job, so which is obviously that's like always thing. But you have to, like I said, I've always been a guy that you take face value both sides, um, the allegations and the, take the response as but well. But at the end of the day, like if it's true, He's a get out of here. Just get out of here. Just fucked up human being. Yeah. Just um, secondary coach Harlan Barnett is serving as the team's interim head coach. Mike D'Antonio, the school's all-time winningest coach, recently joined the school as Barnett's associate head coach. Okay, and um, yeah, and they got their ass kicked by U Dub, Michael Penix. Michael Penix, so yeah, he's looking like a solid. We should solid. go. To a, we should go to a college game. Get our passports renewed and let's go down to U Dub. Go, go down, go down <laughs> to Washington, right? And then yeah. go watch the Gonzaga basketball game because it's also down the border. Yeah, there's there should be starting up too. Yeah. But okay. I'll be honest with you. I, for the longest time, I did not know where Gonzaga was. I didn't know either until I googled it. I was like, "Yo, what I the hell it was is this?" East Coast. Huh? I thought it was on the yeah, East Coast. Yeah, I thought it was somewhere around there. Somewhere, and it yeah. turned out to be across the border. Exactly. Um, somewhere in Washington State, but yeah, um, that's it for NFL. That's it for um alleged Mel Tucker news, and, and yeah, uh, just that's it for football news. Moving on, big trade. This team right here, the Vancouver Canucks. I mean, made a trade. To be, to be fair. As Canucks fans, it's a big trade. Yeah, because it's... Uh, no, not not to the general public of NHL fans, but yeah, um, as Canucks fans, it's a big trade. <laughs> so, Tanner Pearson officially traded for to Montreal for Casey DeSmith, goaltender. Tanner Pearson and a, and a third-round third pick, yeah. pick. Third-round pick on 2025, 2025 if yes. I'm not mistaken. 
uh, yeah, for Casey DeSmith, the problem so with the, adding the third is because uh, Tanner Pearson last year was injured. There was also legal concerns. There were um, al- um, allegations and stuff about like how, how he it, was treated. How multiple, his was multiple, handled, multiple right? hand surgeries. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think they did right by him instead of like putting him on waivers or whatever. Yeah. Or sending him to the AHL. You find a trade. You get under the cap. You save uh, 800K. Yeah, not a lot, but still. It's still decent. something, right? And, and then you get a logjam of wingers. And yeah, now the question is how the team's going to take it. I feel like they'll be fine just because it was handled correctly. And the problem, the reason why I'm saying that is because like, yeah, OEL is gone, but people loved him in the locker room. We knew what the backfiring of the Mark Strom, even though we didn't need him anymore. Um, Tanev, who we needed. And Toffoli, who also we needed. Benning messed all that up. Yeah. And getting and rid of all those guys and keeping the one guy who, who shouldn't in Verdan in at the time. Exactly. But like just locker room presence, right? Like you saw how that year went out. There was no real presence there. Yeah, that's um, true. Same thing with Tanner Pearson. He was beloved in the locker room. And how, how, let's see how it's going to be affected. But they're professionals. Always got to move on. They're professionals. And they also like they brought in some veterans, right? They brought yes. in some leadership. Ian Cole, you know, Carson Soucy's experience. And uh, Teddy Bluger won a cup. This is the second or third time I think Pearson got traded by that regime. All <laughs> right, <laughs> in yeah. Pittsburgh as well. To Vancouver. Pittsburgh to Vancouver and now out of Vancouver. But, um, I mean, realistically, it's a previous regime contract. They're trying to make some room. It, it was a move that, like, you know, some if this didn't happen, if it wasn't Pearson, something similar was going to happen. It was better or, than waving Hogland. Yeah, for sure. And if some, someone similar is going to happen. And now, like, yeah, like now those roster cuts and everything. Um, if Hoglander does get dropped or something, it's on Hoglander's performance, right? It's on Pod Colson's well, performance. Well, here's the thing. Hoglander is also waiver, no longer waiver exempt as Pod Colson is. Yeah. So you can't just drop him because someone will pick him up. So you got to be careful true. with that. But I'm just saying, like, now it's on, like, you know, these guys where, like, you know, a roster spot is available and they know there's no, like, you know, if I drop this guy, I don't have to worry about waivers or anything. Like, if I drop Pearson, it's me on waivers. But yeah, it's on Hoglanders on Podkosin to take this, you know, step and let's see if they, if they, uh, you know, make the NHL squad from day one. And my I, my favorite is in, my favorite is Hoglander. Yeah, um, for me this trade I'm fine with it. I know there's certain people on Twitter that it was, are like it was gonna that happen. are like okay, well you give up another draft pick. Sure, I get it. Last year you gave a second for in the Jason Dickinson trade, um you're giving away like and we're not a cup contender i know for a fact we're not a cup contender again the you the low 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 chance anything could happen argument is still there but at Very the end of the low. day this is kind of a, this is a playoff team not comfortably either like there should be a playoff team but i won't be surprised if they don't make it the big thing like the one thing they did this year with this trade was to avoid they want to avoid every distraction possible Last year, you had Bruce Boudreaux coming in without a contract extension. You had Bo Horvat's contract in, in talks. You still had the PD, which is the only question mark right now left is the PD contract. Yeah, that's true. Um, that was still lingering last year, so somewhat of the question marks. You had, yeah, every other distraction possible. This year, they got rid of Tanner Pearson, respectfully, in a way, too. Um, they, whatever move they made, they got rid of OEL early. Um they named Quinn Hughes captain, so you don't have the captain distraction anymore. And they did it low-key in a press conference rather than doing a big um, celebration like they did with Bo Horvat and I think Henrik Sedin. 
back then. And yeah, so the just outside of the PD thing, which yeah, is somewhat of a distraction, but you know, PD's just saying I want to see the team play well. If they play well, he'll probably resign. I'm yeah, sure like it's not like there. yeah, okay, as a distraction. As a fan, I'm and like, and you have your head coach in yeah, place. Yeah, and uh, as a fan, I am worried just in case he does leave. Yeah, but at the same time, like <laughs> there is some pressure. That's true, but at the same time, he's not like I'm gone, right? He's not like yeah. he has like a proper reason of holding out because to be fair, we've been shit. We've been shit, right? And then he just wants to see how the team performs, and I believe that they are a better team yeah. uh, than last year and the last few years. And we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the start goes. If you have a good start and then PD's not signed, then I'll get worried. Then the I'll thing, start stressing out. The thing I don't get is, like, listen, I get it. They signed JT Miller, this regime right now, Rutherford, Alvin. They signed JT Miller to an extension. Maybe they shouldn't have. I get that. Um, they may have done other moves. They shouldn't Heronic have. is questionable, obviously. That trade was Heronic. Trade is questionable at the moment. We'll see how it plays out. But at the end of the day, trading Bo Horvat wasn't their piece, right? They probably the reason why they signed Miller was they probably picked Miller over Horvat. Um, OEL wasn't their trade piece. There's a reason why they're trying to get rid of Brock Besser. Yes, sorry, um, Connor Garland, but they didn't. They they extended Brock Besser, so I get that part. Um, and then OEL. Oh, sorry, not OEL. It was another one. Uh, Tanner Pearson. Right yeah, now, it wasn't right? dumb. Yeah. So it wasn't dumb either. A lot of these signings and stuff weren't dumb. They obviously agreed. Like Rutherford in the press conference today uh, on Wednesday said there were moves that they did not hate that the Benning era made. Yeah. It's just because of the flat cap, you have to make tough decisions. There's a, I'm, I'm sure he loves the Hughes deal. The one thing Benning did was somehow finesse some deals. Yeah. Danko Hughes. Danko now, Hughes. PD, Short term, sure, not long term. That's true. So he probably enjoyed the. But still RFA too. Right? Yeah, he enjoyed Hughes and Demko's contracts, hundred percent, hundred percent, and and obviously drafting them. The as well. thing I don't understand is like, oh well, they were criticizing. Like there are fans out there that are criticizing remove. Oh, the big picture is they're still not going to win a cup, bro. That's so far ahead. We listen. Let's just take what they said at face value. They're saying everything they're pretty much doing. They made the team better. They made cap space. You add in more defense. You got a coach they believed in. You, you add, you're adding in younger guys as well. Like, you know, all these college exactly. signings. Um, like Kido Hirose, right? I think Rutherford, was a big he's one. He's fighting for it, but he's a favorite yeah. to get that spot. But he, the reason why he said we signed Ian Cole and Carson Susi was for guys like potentially Akito Hirose, but guys like Elias Patterson, the defenseman. <laughs> we have to make that clear. Yeah, the defenseman, yeah. The defenseman, DPD, maybe as people want to call him. DPD, yeah. Um, Tom Willander. And whoever else, in the, Philip Johansson, they could um, develop more, right? We have a three years with Susie, one year with Cole. Yeah, we don't have to throw him in the fire right away. Right, like exactly. How we did, like uh, how we did Hoaglander. Like how we did Hoaglander, how we did Vertanen, and all that. So, I'm fine with the moves. I think they did, like, yeah, this should be a playoff team. Now, we could criticize the JT Miller trade if he, or signing if he does not perform well this year then okay, fair game. But as of right now, on the surface, JT Miller had a good second half on talk. It was there. Um, when Demko, Demko came time. back, he um, was fine. You add Casey DeSmith, who's a decent backup goalie. Spencer Martin might not be the guy anymore. You have competition for him. Arthur Seelos C- yeah, is AHL for sure it's, now. It's not, it's not a question mark, right? Like, you know, backup goalie is not a question mark as people yeah. thought it was before. Casey DeSmith could do a job. Arthur Seelovs, you know, if it is a battle between those three, Martin Seelovs and the Smith, 
It's a good battle. It's not going to be Silos. So yeah, no, sure. but I'm just saying, it's a good competitive battle. No, because they brought in another guy. I forgot his name. But they brought in that should be ahead of Silos in the depth chart. Yeah, yeah, and obviously they're going to try to let Silos develop. Yeah. That makes sense. So, but I'm just saying, they have a healthy competition for the backup spot. Yeah. But before, you did not have that. So let's just see this team play. They'll be a, hopefully a fun team to watch. We're going to criticize the start. Talkett said, embrace the pressure. Let's just play. Like, if you're going to pressure, oh my God, the start, the start, the start, then you're going to crumble, right? Like, just play your ho- hockey. Play normally, play like you're supposed to play, and you'll be fine. Well, and training camp starts today at in Victoria. It starts today, right? Yeah. As we start, and for many teams, it starts today as well, right? Uh, when this pod comes out, and uh, we'll see who's in shape and who's not in shape. People came early, you know, Quentin, the leadership group there now. Quinn Hughes, most likely Miller, uh, Patterson, and Demko or Myers even um, part of the A's or a conversation of that leadership group, set the culture, get going, and you'll be fine. Like, I have confidence for once this year. Now, every time I say that, this team up there, this team down here, piss me off, right? So... Yeah, the Blue Jays and Manchester United. Yeah, for the audio listeners who... Uh, and, uh, yeah, point out. but... I mean, it, it is a hope that kills you. I learned that from Ted Lasso. Uh, but... <laughs> Shout out. But at the same time, you know, there is hope yeah. for this team, again. Unlike last year, where... I like, didn't have hope last year, I'll be honest with you. I kind of did just because Boudreaux. It's just because of Boudreaux, right? But to be fair, Boudreaux's play style was like, you know, let the players be free. Yeah. Where, you know, where to a certain point, aka when he just first came in. Yeah. No, Where, so whereas talk is, is like, you know, legit structure, you know, legit. You saw the defense play better, them play better defensively. You saw them address their needs, PK needs, Teddy Bluger, PK guy, Ian Cole, PK guy, Carson Soucy could play in the PK as well. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm just excited to see what's going to happen. The question is, will the coaching and the players fulfill it? Because last year, they did kind of address it with Curtis Lazar and them and did not work out. But yeah, um, those of you that are expecting them to win a cup next year, don't. Like, I'm just here to just watch this team try to get into the playoffs, kind of like how they did in the bubble year. And uh, just see, like, again, in a perfect world, we could win a cup. In a perfect world. I don't think that. We'll obviously talk NHL closer to when the season starts. And yeah, like, you know, there's people actually projecting this team to make the playoffs. For example, yeah. Frank Cervelli. In a so perfect world, I would have been graduated school by now. In a perfect world, we would be on the top. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast would have been done many years ago. And In a perfect world, we won't be stressing over this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, um, yeah, I'm excited for the season. Let's see how it goes. Now, like I said, the two teams up here, even last year's Colts, I was excited for and shit went down the hill. And uh, shit went down the hill. Lakers, same thing in a way. Um, for you, Raptors, I don't know how excited you were, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I am more excited for the Canucks than the Raptors, but yeah. Also, in another perfect world, Man United, Man United won't be shit, but we'll get on to that later. Yeah. And uh, another perfect world, hopefully the Blue Jays make the playoffs. And <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go get into some quick fire. Sticking with the NHL, two more captains have been named, which is crazy. One of them was kind of obvious. Bruins today, or on Wednesday officially, Announced Brad Marchand, I think the twenty seventh or whatever. Yeah, makes captain. sense, right? Like this Who guy. Who else is gonna take it? This guy has been there. He's the leadership. He's one of the best players, and he bites fingers for a living. So, <laughs> a good example. Yeah, no, like I mean, at the end of the day, like jokes aside, he knows the culture. Yeah, he's he's, he's the guy to step up there. Yeah. So Brad Marchand, officially the Boston Bruins captain, Braden Shen. Is the official 24th captain, which is crazy because Hughes was the 14th, I think, right? Or 15th? Yeah, something like that, right? But yeah, Braden Shen, 24th captain of the St. Louis Blues. Little surprised it was not Robert Thomas or like Jordan Cairo. 
But the, we also had their coach call him out last year. That's true. Or the year but no, Braden Shen, like Marshan, he's been there for a while. Yeah. He's won a cup with them. And uh, he is... The culture. He, he, he knows the culture, right? He knows... Well, they have to set a new culture, you know, because a lot of those guys... Yeah, play. but I'm just saying, I think I, I, I have no issues with that. Yeah. So, congrats to you guys. Um, Let's see. I think, I don't know who... Calgary still doesn't have a captain. Yeah, um, Calgary doesn't. That's like the only one I could think of the top of my head because Adam Lowry and Quinn Hughes already named captains. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, moving on, quick fire still. Baseball, very quickly. We're not going to recap playoffs. That will be for Monday's pod. Stay tuned. Um, shout out to the Blue Jays so far. And yeah. uh, But no, Shohei Otani officially had surgery. Officially a free agent this year. Officially will not be pitching next year as well. Makes sense. Torn UCL. Uh, obviously, but still could be big, hitting, which is crazy. Big issue, big issue. Yeah, you could hit off that. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, hitting to twenty twenty four, pitching twenty twenty five. So he's obviously aiming to be back, the to be the dual guy again. And but yeah, but the bigger news for Shohei Otani is, where the hell is he gonna go? So on his Instagram, he said, he's still gonna be with the team the whole way through. Go Halos. Now that could just be not to cause any distractions. And media Go what? They're not going anywhere. Halos, no, by the way. Yeah, well, fan base. Yeah. But, yeah. In other baseball news, um, since your eyes are very dead and tired, I could tell. Like, they're so baggy. You should talk to Yusei Kikuchi. Oh, Yusei <laughs> Kikuchi. Those of you guys don't get it, Yusei Kikuchi cramped up in his base last outing. but And his reasoning was... He only got 11 hours of sleep, not his usual 13 to 14. So I'm on four hours right now. I'm on like five or six as so, well. So. Yeah, we, we probably should talk to Yusei Kikuchi. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, moving on very quickly. UFC, right before we hit record, massive cards. Cool main event. Set, been announced. Been set up. We're already excited for October, which had a sick card. Makachev with Makachev, Oliveira. Oliveira, yeah. And then I forgot what the cool main was, but it was big. Um, oh, um... The guy who was a he turned like a heel. Hamza Chemayev. Yeah, Chemayev, yeah. Um and uh well right now on uh, the November card. November Jones Miacic is the main event. The co main event is Alex Pereira is back. Light heavyweight will face Yuri Prochkaza. Prochatska. I butchered the hell out of the name. But we just we just we just call him Yuri. Yeah, don't and, kick uh, my ass, please. Uh, um, yeah, you probably could. Probably would. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, probably, yes. He would, yeah. Um, for the vacant light heavyweight title, like we said, many injuries started off with uh, Yiri when he finally won it in literally the last five yeah, seconds. Yeah, so Yiri won it last five seconds over Glover, right? Yeah, then tore his Achilles or ACL, one or the other. Um, making, it, making that title vacant. And then Jamal Hill, well, some shit happened with Ankalev and Jan. Yeah, where's like a tide. Then um, Jamal Hill versus Glover in Brazil, I believe it was. Yes. And Jamal won, underdog. And then uh, he tore his Achilles. Yeah. And now, So I'm pretty sure the winner of this, depending on when Jamal gets back, will versus Jamal. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's yeah. true. He surrendered his belt last yeah, year. Yeah, Pereira's coming off a victory over Jan. Which was a close fight, I think. Was it a close fight? I think it was. A, it, it was a decision. I don't Pereira know. Over, uh, no, I didn't watch that one. Right? I, I don't remember watching. That I was think the Gaethje main event. Yeah, the that's VM the one we. Yeah, well, we were at the Vancouver Canadiens. We, yeah, we missed that one. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Let's. Um. The next month, December 16, the main event 
officially announced. Leon Edwards is back. We were li- I was talking off camera with you. This yeah, we're like, when is he coming back? Um, and I remember he had surgery. And yes, he is fighting Kobe Covington. <laughs> so that's official. He's fighting Kobe Covington. That's a big one. That's a big one because Kobe Covington could not beat Kamaru Usman. But he barely lost to Usman. He was barely lost, but Edwards, had, uh, well... I want to say lucky, but got the head kick on Usman to win, and then but, but he, and then had a close fight with Usman to retain. But it was like it was Edwards. It was um, like that was an Edwards win. Yeah, it was an Edwards win knockout, but Usman if it went like literally last. No, no, I'm talking about like the decision, the next fight. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, Edwards like, won it, but I don't think it was like it was Edwards' favorite. Edwards. No, I was. It would have been. I think it would have been a robbery if Usman won. Edwards. Edwards was in control yeah, was the like, whole fight. It was like a three-two. That's, uh, that's Edwards was in control. Like there was clear. Yeah. Um, it was a clear Edwards win. But yeah, no, I think Covington has definitely has a chance to win. He's definitely the big heel in this. But And then the co-main event is uh, Alex Pantoja, the new flyweight, oh, versus yeah. Brandon, not Moreno. Not Moreno, not the rematch? Royval. Oh, I wanted the rematch because that Pantoja-Moreno fight was yeah. nuts. Yeah, so it's, I thought it was, and I saw Brandon, I thought it was Moreno, but it's Royval. I just read it right now. That's why I was shocked when I read it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so, so those be are six next three cards. Yeah, uh, coming well, up, like I said, we have Canelo by the end of this month against Jamel Charlo. September yeah, that's a big fight 30th, as well. There, I believe ten more days. But so yeah, we'll talk about that later. But finally, the Champions League it's is back. <laughs> Shout out Rock. Shout out Rock. <laughs> so uh, big return at WWE last week. Brian wasn't like <laughs> everywhere, man. He was on the Pat McAfee show. Goes to. Denver. Denver. After that, goes on SmackDown with Pat McAfee. Yeah, and then. College game day with Pat McAfee. <laughs> Back with Pat McAfee. <laughs> Pat McAfee, shout out to you. You're a legend. But, um... Yeah. Champions League is back. And off the bat, let's just go over reactions. We'll talk about Manchester United in a second. Yes. Um, we're five minutes of that. But off the bat, I think we might be wrong with PSG's prediction. Er- yes, early overreaction. They, they did look good. They did look good. And I, they handled Dortmund well. They really did. And, uh... Yeah, I thought Dortmund was my lock, but overreaction, they might not be anymore. I think PSG is a lock now. But no, no, PSG is their issue is the midfield, right? They have a good defensive line, Hakimi, Marquinhos. Um, I think they have Skriniar now, and then they have Don Roma in that. Yeah, Marquinhos, Skriniar, Hakimi. Midfielder is like I have no idea who they are. I'll be Garte, honest with you. Zaire, Emery, and Vitinha. Vitinha is not bad. I think Zaire, yeah, Emery. They don't is really have a midfield, but their front three. This nice. game was Mbappe, Kolomowani, and Dembele. It's good. His former, one of his former teams. It's good. Off the bench, Gonzalo Ramos. It's good. It's a good attack. And uh, yeah, no, they did they did well. So yeah, midfield is a big question mark. Attack also, they defense they're, are they're fine. They're doing bad in the league, right? <laughs> As well, huh? PSG is doing bad in the league. Um, like they have a couple draws. I think they have a loss too, right? In the league? Yeah, in league. Uh. <laughs> um, draw, draw, win, win, loss. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good, okay. in, especially in league. Uh. But they handle Dortmund, so that's yeah, crazy. Um, AC Milan. AC Milan. Let's just finish the group of death. Dominated Newcastle, but uh, ended pull, off with a zero-zero. Let me pull up the stats because that's how bad. Um, it, it was twenty-plus shots. I was talking this to my teammate because he's an AC Milan fan, and uh, I'm yeah, say who? But I shouldn't. I'm not gonna say, say who. because yeah. <laughs> I thought we were having a normal conversation. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, no, he was pissed. He's like, how the hell are we not scoring, especially at home as well? Oh, well, I think I know who it is. Yeah, but yeah, he's Italian. Yeah, Italian background. <laughs> yeah, I think I know where it is. But no, uh, 53% to 47, um, AC Milan. 25 shots to 6, AC Milan. 
Nine on target to one. AC Milan. Uh, six to one corner kicks. They don't say they don't show the expected goals, but I don't really care if it doesn't go in. It doesn't go in. But that's a good stat, especially for a zero zero game to have. For a zero zero game, yeah. But or a tie game. Or a tie game. Really tie game to have. But yeah, no, it's clear that Newcastle are rookies in the Champions League right now, and obviously, you know, maybe stealing a point was probably the best thing that could have happened to them right now, and we'll see if they could carry that momentum to St James's. Yeah. Because you know that's gonna be a fun watch. I want to see UCL and St James's Park. Ivan Provedal, you know who that is? Napoli, not Napoli, Lazio's goalie. Second goalkeeper in Champions League history to score from open play. The guy scored like a striker header. Yeah, way. it was a great run, bro. Yeah. Like it was a Holland run. Yeah, bro. But so it was Atletico one zero game the whole yeah. entire game. Lazio got to go corner kick. Yes, and it was they a were front post. For a to yeah, him. and it got cleared back into play. They played it back to the top of the box. Goalie was. You know, outside, like, you know, he was dropping back. Made a curved run. Perfect ball into the box. A full-on striker's goal by mm-hmm. Lazio's goalie. Yeah. Last time I saw a, guy, a goalie score an open play was Allison. So, and that was a corner kick, though. Yeah. Like, that was a direct corner kick. Yeah, this was, like, open play. This has some open play element to it, obviously, um, off, off a corner kick. But the attack was still alive. Yeah. And, yo, no, what a goal. Like, what a striker goal there that was... Yeah, early on, Barcelona's back, 5 nothing. Yo, Felix is that, playing that's, insane. That's a good one. And I'll get it, they played Antwerp, I never heard of them before. No offense. City but, was down. Yeah, that's the thing. I think at this point, in every game they play, City's purposely down one nothing just to see what they could do. So like, let's I watched fun, that right? first half. I didn't watch the second half. I watched the first half, and they were dominating, obviously. And uh, yeah. one counter, which was called offside, but then you look back at it, onside. And yeah, it was yeah, down one nothing. I'm like, let's go. I think th- I think but then at fr- the same time, I'm like, a city's gonna come back and win this. I game. think the first goal was at the f- extra time of forty, f- extra time of halftime, right? First uh, half for uh, time for it was what? I don't even know. Forty-five like plus one. Yeah, and then uh, the Julian Alvarez. One Julian goal. Alvarez is having a season, man. Like, I think every goal he had some good sort of goal contribution. Yeah. Uh, two goals today. Rodri, absolutely class. Um, one of the best CDMs in the world. Alongside uh, probably Kimmich as well. Yeah. And uh, Casemiro falling off. And yeah, bro, City, I think they're just having fun at this rate. I think, um, the, I think the pressure's off, right? Like, they don't have to win one anymore because they won one. But at the same time, they'll obviously like to win back-to-back. Real Madrid was today, right? Yeah, they were early on. They played Jude Bellingham scored a winner in the 90th minute or something like that. Was it was the 90th minute? It was a late winner against Union Berlin. It was a it was a 0-0 game. Yeah. Oh, it was 95th minute. Yeah. I thought he scored earlier. I don't no, know. No, no. It was a like they okay, it was yeah. last it was last minute. Yeah, Drew Bellingham signing of the year already. Already. Uh, I think no questions asked. Like who else was signed that doing this well? Or even well. Let's just say well. Not even this well. Just well. I don't know. Um I don't Clearly, know. Clearly, it's not Man United. It's not. It's not Mount or Havertz. Inter Milan, by the way, Real Sociedad tied him. That's it. Inter Milan and the other Benfica big team. early red card. But Man and United, let's close off on the Champions League. There, quick thoughts. One thing's for sure: unlike the other English squads, we did not get our ass kicked. That is true. And yeah. Barcelona, on top of that. And Barcelona. Um, because I was really expecting that to happen. I was expecting us to lose like two, three, nothing. Easy, boring game. But again, classic Man United. 25 minutes, complete control. Should have been up early, Christian Eriksen. And, uh, and police three. Yeah, mainly Christian Eriksen. Yeah. And... Uh, Onana mistake. Onana, massive mistake. Shout out to him, though. Came out 
talked publicly. And he respect. had a good second half. And a good second half the reason why we were close yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true. But uh, going back to it, um, and then our heads fall off Metallic. That's This is where this season so far, even though I'm blaming front office more than Ten Hag, I'm blaming the players more than Ten Hag because the mentality is brutal. It is brutal, but I'm not bringing front office to this game. I cannot. Not this game. I'm, yeah, there's I'm more. Not, I'm not even. I'm not even bringing them in. The they're conversa- a factor in every game. But yeah, we're, but I'm not bringing this conversation oh, because I know. I'm not gonna. We'll have we, this game. Land. This game, we did it to ourselves, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Shit, VAR call happened. I think that was not okay. Actually, no, no, wait, wait. Before that happened, Byron got a good second goal. Uh, Lisandro Martinez let the guy open in the box. Uh, I think it was a uh, Nabri who scored. And, uh, yeah, I think it was Martinez and Reglon regarding two guys regarding one guy, leaving uh, Nabri open out, like, the cutback pass for that, and Nabri finish it. And then Rasmus Hoyland. 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 More, <laughs> more, the than, more goals in Holland and the Champions and then League. And the Champions League so far, yeah. <laughs> Getting his first goal for Man United. Honestly, the attack. I like the attack that we have. Sick attack. Um, uh, yeah, and there's no Anthony and Sancho, which helps uh, massively. And Polistri got out. his chance. Yeah. Shout out to Polistri and shout out to Ganacho off the bench as well. But yeah, Hoyland got his first goal. Good finish. Striker finish. Uh, and, and then... One minute uh, later. One minute later, we got a dodgy handball call. I don't, if you're telling me that Tottenham one was not a handball, this one was not a handball. Either. And it I was... A, it, it was and a, the Man United haters, I know my cousins who might be watching this, are going to be like, they're enjoying life because... Yeah, they're, because they're shitting is, on us. Man United is stuck in their heads because we ruined their life with Ferguson. <laughs> and... Uh, Can we, like, bring back Ferguson? I know. Right? Like, but no, dodgy handball, I literally heard, I don't know if it was Owen Hargraves or Darren Fletcher, one of the two. Who was not, commentating. Darren Fletcher, the commentator. Yeah, not, not the who player. was commentating games. They are commentating, I don't know which one was saying it, but they're like... That ain't a handball. I don't care what anybody says. That ain't a handball. And then it's the guys like one of them said, "Oh yeah, they called it back. It's game on." But then they're like, "Oh wait, never mind." On my screen it said, um, "Penalty check completed," but obviously it wasn't. And they're saying that like it's one of those situations where in the PL they will not call it, which unfortunately the Tottenham handball did not United, happen. Yeah, it was in the EPL, and uh, they called this it was year. Champions League. Called it. Kane went up and scores. And it it was a game changer. That is. Definitely. And then we got came back and scored. And no, no, not even that. Like then it was just like all Bayern yeah. Munich. After all that, they were controlling. Anana kept us in it though. Anana, Anana did keep us in it. And honestly, I was, I was, I'll be honest with you. In my head, I was like, "Yo, we could pull this off because the counter attack is still there." And if you could just figure out this press, which they did, they made some mistakes. I think March McTominay had a key chance where he yeah, slipped. He slipped. And uh, yeah, after that, Casemiro scored a goal on the ground. I don't know how he did that, but he managed to do that. And uh, his best game so far this year. Yeah, that's true. And it made it a three-two game. And then a minute. And later. then one minute later, I think it was our free kick. They cleared it. Chupamoting played a through ball. Lindelof cut it off. Lindelof played to Casemiro. Casemiro laid it off to Fernandez. Fernandez with the shittiest pass I've seen in my life. Right, Ganacho was wide open. If you all, if you got that through, Ganacho was only in, and they could, you know, we could have had a nice counter-attacking chance. But terrible pass by Bruno. And uh, Byron Counter, I think it was uh, their young Matthias Tell. Tella or something. Tell. Like and uh, yeah, he crossed it in. Muller hit the post. They got the rebound. And he scored. Found a way to found a way to Kimmich, who played a sick ball, to Tell, uh, Matthias Tell, and uh, he scores. scores for for two. That was an over though. But it was Literally an over. Literally the last <laughs> kick of the game. Bruno, great ball in. Little too late. 
and Casemiro uh, heads it in. Casemiro heads it in, making it four three. Um, yeah, so that was okay. the game. Again, like this game was totally all on the players. I'm not even gonna blame. Yeah, we did. Front okay. officer Ten Hag. There's a Fernand Onana mistake. Lisandro Martinez mistake for the Dodgy second goal. Penalty. Dodgy penalty. Dodgy penalty. I'm I'm just ta- I'm just taking the players' mistakes. And then the Bruno mistake for the fourth goal. We had this. Like we had. It, we had. We had our chance was there. Like we should have at least gotten a point out of a difficult place to get a point out of. Three goals. Right. Yeah. Three goals is like surprising itself. You're scoring at the Allianz. How annoyed were you that Kim and Kane were playing? That were supposed to be money. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Oh, shout out Jamal Musiala. Bro, I am so happy he is not an English player. But yeah. at the same time, I'm so mad because well, I don't care if he's English. Yeah, no, but I'm I'm just saying this much because. Him and Jude Bellingham would destroy everyone. But at the same time, I want to see him and Jude Bellingham play yeah. together. Like, I don't care about England. Like, everybody knows my my issue with England. Is Gareth Southgate. It's Gareth Southgate. Yeah, but more, no. Even more Jamal Musiala, best player on the pitch by yeah. far. Absolutely cooking everyone. Um, and uh, yeah, we're not going to get stud. into the, like, like, I'm not going to get into a Man United round or anything. But like I said, I agree with you. This has nothing to do with the front office in terms of the game. But overall, still there because our depth was horrendous. We had three goalies, three on, the goalies on the bench. Three goalies on the bench, right? But... Yeah, um, no, the situation is shit, but, like, at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. You did this to yourselves. Yeah. And, uh... We would have blamed the front office more if you guys just played shit. Yeah. <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> That's it. But, no, yeah, you did this yourself. You make mistakes against this Byron team or any team. You know, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Man City, Antwerp. Arsenal. Antwerp. <laughs> no. Any team. Uh, yeah. No, but I'm talking about the big teams, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. ain't winning. Like, you did the mistakes against Nottingham Forest, you managed to come back. Yeah. Right? But... Like I said, you make mistakes, you pay the price, and Byron made sure you pay the price. Yeah. Um, la- uh, two things of Man United before we go into Canada soccer very quickly to close out the pod. Um, shout out to everybody watching still. The Ten Hag comments on of Davies. Now this is this hurts two. This is like two ways because we're Canadian. We love Davies. Davies, I have a Davies boy. shirt. And then he says that comment. I see his the way the way he said it was wrong. Yeah. Right. Davies like, is a good obviously. Defender. Every team, not every team, a lot of teams and a lot of players do, uh, coaches, players say shit. For example, John Herdman with the fuck Croatia comments. All right. It's not just a Man United thing. How, you know, and again, I'm alluding to our cousin. We need, first of all, another Man United fan in that group chat. Yeah, we need. And they need to start winning because um, out of everything, no one cares about the Blue Jays. They just hate the Blue Jays because the name Toronto is on it. Otherwise, they don't care and they don't care about baseball. The Canucks were all Canucks like, fans. Let's be honest. We're a soccer family. Yeah, that's why. Like we're Toronto Raptors, no, not gonna care. We're too a soccer much. family. Everyone's gonna care, especially exactly. especially everyone being everyone's rivals. Exactly. Teams, right. It's not like well, no. The difference is everybody hates us because we dominated. Let's yeah, go. We're, we're the best. <laughs> I'm still taking that. We'll, we'll but yeah, it. no, I I just want another. This, this is just the aftermath. Yeah, we just can't say shit. And I need these guys to. That's the reason why I want these guys to win. Even no, more. I can still say shit. How the hell did Arsenal lose the Premier League last year? They're absolutely dreadful. Okay, well, I'm talking about this year. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, but no. So back to that thing. Um, Liverpool's in Europa League. The way the contact. That, that those are my two yeah, comebacks. Because <laughs> yeah, he had to. Those are my, even had to stay quiet. Those are my two comebacks. <laughs> even had to stay quiet. But yeah. Arsenal blowing the prem, prem, and the Liverpool being in Europa League. Those are the only thing, two things I could hold on to <laughs> yeah. right now because my team is. But shit. no, I, I just want our team to do good this year. That's the reason true. why I want our team to do good is just so we, you know, especially you, because I usually just don't talk. Um, you to talk more to the shit and I'll just back you up and be that guy. But no, back back to the Ten Hag thing before we got off rails here. Um, the, I, I listened to the quote afterwards. Okay, yeah, a little bit. I, I see where it He was worded the, it way too he, wrong. Wrong. I think he meant to say more he's an offensive guy. I believe that, personally. Yeah, but at the same time, if you say he's not a good defender... I don't think... If the words he is not a good defender came out of his mouth, so yeah. obviously... You could, like you said, take it at face value. He said Davies is not a good defender. 
don't I don't think Davies heard it unless someone told him about yeah, it yeah, because but, it was literally before kickoff. But yeah, no, like if he was trying to say Davies is more offensive guy than he is defensively, that is true. But at the end of the day, Davies's change of pace is probably yeah. the best you ever seen. He outpaced Rashford, so that's how you know Davies is. The fast. good news is he didn't cook us. Like he didn't cook us. Like how sometimes you hear someone take talk shit and they just cook them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't really cook us, but yeah, no. Um, the, the comments yeah should not have been made. Obviously, the Man United haters. Not not. I'm not even saying our cousins in this. I'm just saying in general are gonna be like, oh, this is why, this this this. I've kind of soccer has John Herdman has said it. Many yeah, everyone other, has said and it. Many other players in different sports. But yeah, I mean, this is something that's just not gonna be big in my opinion. And yeah. Second thing. Is our f- middle three? Because I think the midfield is a bigger issue. I know you're blaming Lisandro Martinez. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm blaming. I'm Lisandro saying the Martinez. cause of the breakdown there is because of our. Midfield. Uh, yeah, midfield is an issue. But I'm saying this now, much: he has not been the same as last year. Okay, that's fine. We, we won't get into that. And too much. he has not been a good defender these last two games. Right in game, he got cooked. I just want to see him Gross. back with Varane. He and got see what cooked happens. by Pascal Gross. I don't even care if he's Varane or not. That was individual one-on-one defending. You got cooked. Okay. Byron game, he missed his check. As simple as that. Okay. He left the guy open. That's but not I'm, what it, I'm just that saying general. That doesn't matter if Ran is there or not. Just in general, that doesn't matter about midfield. He he messed up these last two games. Alright, just in general, I want to see him back with Varane because we saw what, what Varane and him handled. I guess it was Wolverhampton well together with the midfield breaking down. We need Amrabah healthy. Now we're putting more pressure on him. Watch him shit the bed and we just get laughed in our face. But Casemiro going forward might be not a bad idea because <laughs> that's what he just likes to do anyways. I think our middle three should be the three guys. I remember about Casemiro alternating the six role and uh, Bruno. There. Yeah, it has to be those Because uh, Ericsson can't be the eight anymore defensively. Not, he's not there. Out of position. And I, I love the guy, but he's a depth piece for a top team now. And uh, Mason Mount could, again, same thing. I, I know we spent... He's a rotation. He's a rotation. Put him in the wing. I don't care. Because uh, his No, pressure, I, want, I want to see police three more on the wing. Yeah, but his pressure is there. Like, that's the thing. The key is, can our fullbacks come up and press? Problem with their fullbacks? Shout out Sergio Regulon. He shot many people up. Um, yeah, he had a good game. He had one of them gets game. hurt. We literally have no... We have no fullbacks. Competen- like, we don't have any experienced fullback anymore. Because Juan Basaka's gone for a couple of months. And Shaw's, Shaw's out been for a couple out for months, like four months. And Malassi's been out for a couple of months. Yeah. So, there's that. I need to see that midfield three. I need to see Amrabat with there. I need to see Varane back there. I'm fine with our front three. I am fine I would love to three. see Martial and, and Hoyland together at times. No, but, I, it has to be a front three. The front but in general, the front three, Rashford, obviously, please pass the ball a little bit more. But Rashford, Hoyland, pick your guy in the third. That's not Anthony. It's probably Police three right now. <laughs> that's not Anthony, according to you. Yeah, that's not Anthony or Sancho. But right now, it's Police three. And uh, yeah, Garnacho yeah. off the bench is looking good these last couple games. He's looking like the Garnacho from last year. That's the only bright spot I had from the Brighton game as well. Yeah. And yeah, Rasmus Hoyland is the, doing We bits. have encouraging starts that against a team like Bayern Munich. We just need to keep the mentality going the whole way. Yeah, I just know, do some dumb mistakes, Anana. But Anana with the ball again. But like, it was fun seeing him lay the ball. Realistically, off and it comes down to you know what you do against Galatasaray and Copenhagen. Yeah, Galatasaray's squad on paper, oh my it's god. It's pretty good. But at the end of the day, you should handle them and you should handle Copenhagen. Copenhagen was up to nothing on yeah, them. Yeah, but I think they had a red card as well. They gave up like two goals in like one minute or something. Yeah, like Copenhagen got yeah. a red card. But yeah, no, like, genuinely, I still do believe you're a second best team, especially if you, even though you're out of the game against Byron, but you still made it into a game somehow. And uh, you put up in a little bit of a scare, but like, at the end of the day, you should come out of this group. I just want to see them healthy now. Because granted, like we did well. 4-3 in Germany with half our team missing. Again, I think Varane and Amrabat, big, big misses there. We're good. Like right now, Hoyland's killing it. Anthony Martial off the bench. Granacho off the bench. I'm fine with that. 
only thing with Ten Hag, sub him in a little bit earlier if you need. Yeah, to. that's true. Yeah, that's it. But okay, end of Man United there. We went Let's over five minutes, but we need to get the Champions League. Canada soccer, two things. First, the women's side. Um, disappointing World Cup. We all know this. Start off negative there for a second, but Olympic qualifiers. Um, Jamaica. They're going to Jamaica on Friday, and then I think on next Tuesday they come back to Toronto. And I think it's, I don't know if it's, I think it's legs, right? It has it's to probably be. legs, right? Um, yeah, it has to be But legs. we have a soccer guest. We've scheduled it as long as everything works out. It should come out Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, um, around then. And we'll talk to him about that. This is the same guest we should have, we were going to bring on earlier. But we finally got the time to bring him on now. Yeah. I'm not going to say who, you guys will find out. But, um, and we'll talk about your Champions League and European soccer with him as well. This is a treat for you, the leak and treat for you guys who've been this far to watch. But, um, yeah, um, big game. They have to qualify. Otherwise, it's this yeah, program is gone to shambles all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, Sophie Schmidt's officially gone, but Christine St. Clair should be there. So this could be her last ever international thing. Yeah, so let's uh, make the Olympics, right? Still, probably. you got to defend your gold, right? You can't go yeah. in there. Oh, no, just go on, on top, man. Peyton did it. <laughs> Manning. Just go on. Like, yeah, I, I actually, no, yeah, you can't go on top. Because sh- Olympic wise, you should have went on top. But yeah, like Olympics, the World will, Cup be, Olympics will be your last one. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm saying it. you gotta defend your Olympic yeah. medal because you know if you're not, now, especially with if you're not World quali- Cup showing. Yeah, if you're not qualified, you can't defend it. Exactly. So you gotta figure it out. Yeah. I know there's a lot of shit going on. I'm saying with Man United, at the end of the day, the players need to figure it out, and the players did not figure it out exactly. in the World Cup. They need to figure it out against this Jamaica um, series. So yeah, it's gonna be big. We'll probably come back next week with the full result um last canadian related thing we didn't bring it up last time but i think it was in between the u17 world cup in indonesia the groups are announced groups are announced and why do you why do we care about this it's because jeevan's on the uh, at least on the roster for the training camp jeevan made the, the training camp roster. roster for now but he was a big factor we're shouting him we're um we're not saying anything to get him in trouble because we're not we're just praising no, him well he was a big factor yeah, in the yeah he was a big factor in the qualifier right? so we believe this is our opinion of what we've seen of what on, we've seen on the qualifiers and what the coaches we expected the coaches seen and we've seen guys like alexander ganja ruzic and peter galindo like talk, shout him out shout him out and everything and that, that, you know this guy's killing it this kid yeah, is killing and he's it. a regular white caps fc2 starter which we forgot to shout him out for, for before. yeah for that and but then, um yeah, yeah so no, he and, should be He's on right now on the, the Brazil training camp spot, the Brazil, Brazil training camp. They're heading there, and then but in the World Cup, November ten in Indonesia. So again, the we group have to wake is announced early, yeah, one a.m. one a.m. and two a.m. Right, <laughs> unless I decide to go to it. I mean, you can, <laughs> but um, we'll see. But um, but yeah, yeah. one a.m. four a.m. groups what, are announced. What was their group again? It was Spain. So they're in pot four. So on paper, they're the worst team in the group. But but the group Spain is Spain is the first game. Mali, Mali, and Uzbekistan. And I Uzbekistan. heard, I heard Uzbekistan has some like ballers. Usually, U seventeen, these random countries have ballers. Has some ballers, yeah. But then they, I guess, go to France or somewhere. I think, <laughs> in, but, yeah. I think a couple of years ago, India had a good U seventeen team, right? They hosted. That's also why too. They were, they were good. <laughs> <laughs> I think they hosted, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, no. Shout out to you, Jivan. Uh, do us proud and uh, try to make it to the knockouts. Yeah, because you guys have never, I believe. Yeah. Not you guys, but like Canada soccer. Canada you know. soccer has Shout out, you know, Derek, obviously a big factor. Yeah. And that, um, Derek also himself scored a winner in the champ qualifiers against Guadeloupe, but I don't think they've ever, yeah, they've never made it out they of the They never made it out of the U17 wise, I don't know about U20, yeah. but U17 wise, I don't think And they then, have. yeah, and also shout out to the rest of the squad as well. Yeah. You know, young guys going to. There's a guy from Vancouver FC, apparently. Um, young guy, I forgot. Killing it. 
killing it. So we'll talk about this more with our guests. So make sure you guys watch this weekend, um, Saturday or Sunday, depending on how the timing goes. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it from us. Good, solid hour, hour and a half of, of sports talk. Um, you know, you guys did not leave a comment. On, on the last question bro so who is your guys favorite player NFL we're sticking that question back up again I still don't know you know I was a Julio guy I'm a Ridley guy and I'm on Ross A. Brown yours is Justin Herbert DeAndre and, Hopkins and DeAndre Hopkins so we want we would like to know who you guys are favorite players are. on the defensive side but yeah well, that's our answer again we need an answer below I know this we said it at the very end but yeah um, other than that um, make sure you guys follow everything subscribe help us get to 200 in the next 10 days and other than that we'll catch you guys on the next one peace Peace.